Good day. I hope I want you to have a blessed day today. And uh, before, you know, without any doubt about it, we know the time of the seasons. We know when where it is right now. We know tomorrow is a glorious day of Christmas. Uh, you may watch this several days or weeks after Christmas, but anyway, uh, you have a blessed day, even if even if your day is later. Uh, it's, it will be a great day, and <clears throat> and you know the subject that I've had on the last yesterday and today, we'll talk about the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, there's not a greater time to be acquainted with the spirit of peace as, as we move into this season and a beautiful time and beautiful time with your family. And maybe some things that we draw on today will help you even with your family because you need to enjoy your family no matter what. Uh, uh, the greatest thing uh, in my life, I believe, is my uh, wonderful wife, Sandy, and our children, grandchildren. And now a great-grandchild that's shown up, and I tell you what, a blessed time. So it helps me remember all the things God has given me and us uh, for not only this season, but for life. So, so in Jesus' name, I just ask the Lord now to bless your day tomorrow, today too, to prepare. But for tomorrow, I pray the Holy Spirit will indwell your gathering, even if it's long distance, if you can't be together. You can Zoom, you can do a lot of different things to talk to those that you love. And so uh, be blessed and let the Holy Spirit uh, bring that blessing to you in Jesus' name. Amen. I talked about some things yesterday and I'll continue a, a little bit here uh, because, uh, you know, a lot of people, as I mentioned yesterday, uh, not a lot of people that consider themselves Christians are even born again in our nation, which is just the way it is. But... Uh, they still can be open to that. And a lot of people that are born again haven't had a lot of teaching on the power of the Holy Spirit. See, really, without the Holy Spirit, we don't have any contact. You know, I, I guess when I was thinking about that, I thought about years ago, and I, I'll put this up here, it's called the Four Spiritual Laws. And basically, there's some graphic presentation in here that really tells a story. I don't know if you can even buy these things today, but I used to walk around with a pocket full of these things, looking at them and sharing them with people, reading it with them uh, to in introduce them. But basically, in this thing, it tells you there's a holy God and there's a sinful man. Well, there's a great big gap between them. So you have to get this thought right now, because this has everything to do with where we're going today. So there's a gap between sinful man and God. But on one page of this, it shows the cross. I don't know if you could see that even on this, but it shows the cross, and it's Jesus. Because Jesus bridged that gap between God and man. So, what does that mean? Well, it just simply means when you ask Jesus to come into your heart, you recognize that he died for you, and, and so on. And so, say, you say simply, Jesus, I want you to be in my life. It doesn't have to be some lengthy prayer, and a lot of you have already done that. A lot of you have been uh, believers for years and years. I understand that. But there are also some of you that maybe recently have found out that, that have accepted Jesus, but you maybe didn't know what that meant. Well, let me tell you a little more about what it, meant, what it means to you. Uh, you know, when you're a natural man, uh, you don't have access to the Holy Spirit. So when we look at what the Holy Spirit does, how he helps us, encourages us, brings us things, we realize that happened. Now, let, let, let's go back to when you first got born again, or we call it saved. Let's go back to that point. You know, if you're like me, 
uh, up until that point, and of course I was a little older, I was 34 years old at the time, I realized that I was still pretty young, and now that it's 40-some years later. However, I, you know, before that I'd pick up the Bible, it didn't mean anything to me. I'd even been to a, I, I even took time out in high school, because I didn't grow up in a church or family that really walked with the Lord at all, but it, when I went to high school, I even went to a little church there and said, I want to know more about this. Well, they taught me some more about it. Uh, some kind of a class, but I still didn't get born again because they didn't present that to me. But anyway, years later, when that one day I, I found out the Bible was true, and I found out that Jesus died for me, and I said, Jesus, I, I want you to come into my life. You know, instantly I could read the Bible. Now, how do you explain that? Well, you can explain it uh, right here in the Word. Um, and, you know, I started yesterday in uh, John chapter 14, and I'll just jump on down here to verse 16, and, and Jesus is saying, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. See, it says right there, the world can't, doesn't understand this. So when you're out and about, and you've got friends, and and they're not born again, and that doesn't mean you have to uh, erase them from your friend book, but you'll have to understand they may not understand everything that you are, are talking about because they don't have access to the spirit of truth. But, but it says here, but you know him, for he dwells within you and will be in you. So you see right here, and this is basic stuff in a way to some, but it's, it's foreign to many, many, many people. I mean, you can go to church all your life and not really know this. Uh, and, of course, you can go to church all your life and not be born again, too. We all know that. But uh, then we go up here to verse 26 of John 14. It says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you into remembrance all things that I have said to you. So there you go. See, uh, that was what Jesus wanted us to do. He wants to to receive what God had for us. You know, it talks about, uh, about some things, but you see, Jesus was here, and they didn't want him to go. The disciples didn't want him to leave. I mean, he was with them day and night, all the time, teaching them. They walked around watching him do miracles, signs, wonders, doing all those kind of things, and, and yet, say, we don't want you to go. But the, the answer is, if he would... When he was here operating, walking as an anointed person, he could only teach a few people at a time or personally touch a few people at a time, even when he was preaching to thousands. But see, with the Holy Spirit, when he sent the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's able to, to, to work with millions of people, more than millions, <laughs> billions, <laughs> more, more and more. See, so he had to be there out there, but he is omnipresent. He's, he's, he's there all the time for us all the time, and he brings things into remembrance. But I want to I say one more thing about this thing about being enlightened by the Holy Spirit. You know, you can go to John 20, verse 22, and it's pretty interesting because, you see, if, if you, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not there yet. I've got to find my scripture. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm in the right chapter. Okay, so here he's got the disciples. They're following him around. They didn't know a whole lot. 
But at the same time, uh, when he brought, came back, now I want to say this a little side note here. When he came back here in the 20th chapter of John, getting over towards that verse, in verse 21, he says, And Jesus said to them, Peace to you, and the Father has sent me, I also send you. Now, he had just, he'd come back, he'd been to heaven and back, he had a glorified body, and he said in verse 22, And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Well, at that point, his disciples were basically born again. They'd received the breath of God, the, the penuma, the breath of God. Now, interesting something, if you ever wonder about this, I, I was noticing this here, that he breathed on them, and, and guess who wasn't there yet? You know, we, we hear about doubting Thomas. Well, if you read this like I read it here, uh, it says in the next verse, well, in verse 23, if you forgive sins of anyone, they are forgiven. If you retain sins of anyone, they're retained. But Thomas called Didymus, one of the twelve, oh boy, one of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came. See, now Jesus, now, and then verse 25, uh, it says, The other disciples ever said to him, We have seen the Lord, but he said to them, Unless I see the hands, uh, his hands, the print of the nails, and so on and so forth. See, he didn't have the breath of God. He wasn't born again, so he didn't believe. What do you think about that? You see, I think that was kind of interesting, uh, tuck it away somewhere. But when you're trying to minister life to people, you're reaching out to people, just understand and if they're not born again, they, they may not know everything that you know or even be, be concerned about some of those things. So let's take that right now. Let's take the knowledge of the Holy Spirit working in you. Romans 8 14 says, but as many as are led by the Spirit of God, those are my sons. It's saying there's really a time to grow up in this thing. There's a time to really rely on the thing. And then we, we have to go into a lot of things to teach you. But the Holy Spirit resides in you. Once you were born again, Spirit of God came to set up residence in your, and you're, you're right there. Your human spirits, your Holy Spirit's all talking all the time. When you draw up things from inside you, that's the Spirit of God speaking to you, alerting you things, bringing you things. And you can employ that today. If you've not been employing that, now's a good day to start it. I'd love to teach this for hours and hours, but and that'll come in time. But be blessed today. Draw on that peace in you. Draw on this peace in you. Draw on that, that powerful voice that's down in here. And you may not hear words, but you hear peace. And if you operate that, you'll have a discipline in your life that will take you everywhere. And we don't have to be in fear, like I mentioned yesterday, of all the things that are coming out here and, you know, the threats of this and who's going to be this and who's going to be that. Are we going to lose our freedoms? No, you cannot remove the freedom of the Holy Spirit working in your life. Nobody can steal that from you, no matter what, no matter what. So sometimes you just have to shut off all those voices because the voice you want to hear is that peace from down inside you. And sometimes, sure, sometimes God can speak in audible voices. Uh, I, I don't know if I've ever heard an audible voice, maybe almost once, but at the same time, you hear things, but it's all filtered down here through peace, no matter what. So I just want you to be blessed today. I want you to have peace about this. 
I want you to have peace about your family because we all have situations. You know, it's not only our nation, but it's our very households, and, and we just want, to, want the peace of God. And so best way to have that, ask God, what can we do today? What can I do today for, with my family? What can I do to bring more and more peace into this household and into our joy, bring the joy of the Lord as our strength? So we want a strong household. We want a peaceful household. Ask God how to get there. Just ask him. You know what? You ask those kind of things, you know, you know what you're going to hear? You're going to hear answers. You're going to hear doors open. You're going to see scripture open up to you. Oh, I'd love to go on and tell more, and I will. This is going to go on for probably some time because I want you to grow up in this. I don't want you flailing around. And why, It's not about what I want. The Lord wants you to mature in, in, in this knowledge of him. He wants you to have it. Why? Because he wants to get more and more over to you. He wants to get more and more of your prayers answered. He wants to get more and more blessings into your life. And he can do that if you grow up spiritually. So, you know, like a, like a man that I drew a lot from, he said we just need to become God inside-minded. We need to grow from what's inside us, know some things that we know are really there, and, and it, it, it gives us a glorious time. So be blessed in the tomorrow, tonight, next day, next week. Just be blessed and encouraged. God is for you, and, and we will just go with that. He's for you. He's not against you. In Jesus' name, be blessed today. In Jesus' name, amen.